That's a focus. Sadie really wants the focus. So, welcome to Midnight Bells. I'm Sadie. You have to edit that out. What? Yes. No, I'm going to air all your laundry. Now we're going to have to edit this part out. (laughs) Just not over. Welcome to the Midnight Bells. I'm Sadie. We do this every week. (laughs) Jessica, you always want to be the first one to say your name. You are next to her. You've we have oh Jessica. We have Jessica and Sarah here as usual. Like every other week, we're all here. And every other week, she wants to be the one who says it first. Well, our you, you failure have basically always said it second. Well, this so tonight we're having a lot of technical difficulties. I forgot my notes, and Sarah's computer almost didn't work. But we are on the air, and we are we're just going not to... passionate about this podcast. <laughs> going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we've recovered some notes from my brain. But first, before we go over the topic of the night, which will be psychopomps, we're going to talk a little bit about the mystery of star seeds. What are they? So, star seeds, and this is all from Gaia.com. What's Gaia.com? It's just a random star Gaia seeds website. Is like, um, Earth. Earth. Oh, so it's Mother Gaia.com. Uh, star seeds look, act, and feel like normal human beings. However, they experience an innate loneliness and a longing to return home. I'm a star seed. <laughs> While they are quick to discern human agendas, they find human behavior to be bewildering and irrational or reluctant to involve themselves with society. So star seeds I are know some star seeds. Star seeds are souls that have lived other lives on other planets. Star seeds are like aliens. Yes, but it's humans who have been aliens. Yeah. And like their purpose is like to help earthlings. Not like necessarily it's, like save them or it's like just, special. Just like just be there to like help guide them. them. Guide You're them. special. And here's so not you. 27 characteristics if you can so you can decide if you're a star seed or not, all right? We're not going to list, list all of them, but from a young age you have had an inherent wisdom that comes later in life for other people. Uh, you have been told you're an old soul and you agree. You feel ancient to the core. Uh, let's see what else. You often feel morally superior to others regardless of edge and honestly let's just, well, I'll put this on the table. This is all, like, traits of, like, people that I probably would hate. Of, like, assholes. This sounds that like trait somebody sounds I like... hang out with. <laughs> yeah. oh. it. Are you, are you accusing me? Say these are star seeds. No, I'm saying there's a person, a guy, uh, that um, I hang out oh, with. Oh, uh, you raised your eyebrows like... at me. Sorry. Yeah, you, that was, you kind of, and then you looked at me and then kind of like looked back at Sadie. Oh, I didn't mean to. Your <laughs> physical body is an enigma to doctors. It functions differently from everyone else's. This may manifest itself in ways as small as a lower than average body temperature or inability to withstand heat, aka normal human differences. Um, you are incredibly intelligent, bored easily by traditional academics. Maybe this is why he's so weird and always cleaning his apartment. Yeah. The physical limitations of your body often frustrate you. You lack the passion or intrigue to truly devote. Okay, look, a lot of these are like a mixture of like depression and like. You should text him right now and be like, you're a starseed. And like, no, you are my starseed. You're a starseed. Look Um, it up. 
Your dreams are vivid and waking life never seems to measure up. You have very few friends, but those who are seem to understand you without need of explanation. Like, these are just no, like... that's where he, he lost No, nope, yes, he's not a star seed. <laughs> um, you are drawn to metaphysics and the science. So anyways, it's just pretty much like... A tool. Special snowflake stuff. Mm-hmm. A tool, yes. A tool is a good phrase for that. And not special snowflake in the Fox News kind of way where we're all snowflakes. Like, I mean, like, snowflake snowflakes. I'm a millennial, but so I don't like labels. Yes. Also, millennials are good for nothing and we buy too many avocados. We're ruining the diamond industry. Yes. So that's star seeds, and that is why uh, I, I do feel like maybe um, we dodged bullets. We were going to go to something with star seeds, but we're not. It was called star seeds. What are they? And are you one? <laughs> so, Actual doctors presenting this. If you think you're a star seed, you're probably not a star seed. That was the name of the presentation you were going to go to? One of them. Wow. We were going to go to a lot. Like, there was a lot. Out? Okay, anyways, we are way off. Topic. I really want to go still. You could probably go. We could totally rent a car. I've, According to my sources, it is not super worth it. I think it's only $10. Yes, but it's also a two-hour drive. It is a two-hour drive. It's a long drive. And back, it's two hours. But we'd be making memories. We could always go to this paranormal hunting thing, but but there's so many events. There's so many events that we can go to. We're going to get more aliens, trust me. And also, apparently, they made another type of, like, uh, event thing, and it was, like, um, about space and also very weird religious type stuff happening. Mm. It's probably like a cult. Okay, so yeah, anyway, that's why my coworkers told me I should go with somebody. <laughs> so you don't get a cult? Check in with them before and after. We still got to do our Scientology expose, but I oh, know no. by saying that we're flagged already. Um all right, so let's get to the topic at hand, psychopomps. So psychopomps, anybody got a guess as to what those are? In Death creatures. Kind of. I, I know this because you texted us. Yes. <laughs> so more specifically, that's like whatever gets you to death or like the other world or the underworld. So it's it's an escort to death. Oh, so it's like the, the boat guy? Yes. The, or the I don't know why, reaper. but I keep, I keep thinking in my head that they're going to look like those little shadow monsters from Kingdom Hearts. Those are another form of them. The Kingdom Hearts religion views Heartless as their psychopomps. Okay. Fun facts about a game you used to play. Oh, I love that game. There are people who probably view that as a religion. I'm sure. In, in this I read an the year of Sora. that said, um, it said nothing to it, but Klingon, Klingon, Klingon is an important language to know. Uh, there's literally, I, I didn't read the article. I read the title of the article and I was like, what the fuck? You should and have then, read like, it. scrolled past it. You needed to know. Um, okay, so psychopomps are also known as heartless in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> um, so they're escorts to the other world or underworld. So what we can understand about most cultures, underworld or other world or afterlife, is that it usually is takes a form of like a journey and generally there's like some kind of water feature like a river and a lot of times whatever their form of the river is or water you lose your memories in it 
Like it washes away your memory. So and you it's, can't touch it. Well, yes, you you yeah you either can't touch it or you'll get sucked in, like in with uh, the Greek legends, or you will you need to get washed in it, lose your memories, so you accept that you're moving on. Isn't that like a Shibulba? Shibulba. Don't they like go down like a the whirlpool, like in whirlpool? the road to El Dorado? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To Shibulba, and she's like no 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 like Shibulba. <laughs> That's I a don't great that. when they're when they're bringing out the gold and um and they're like because at first they were gonna uh, sacrifice people and they're like no don't kill anybody don't do that and they're like gold and, and he's like, like yes yeah. so they start throwing it into and the no world. no he, the chief goes like you want it to Shibalba and they're like to Shibalba and the girls just like uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and then they throw all the gold in the whirlpool and they're like <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the they were pretending to be gods oh, you don't whatever. remember that part. No. Oh, that's such a good movie. The comedic timing in that movie, that movie is, hilarious. is amazing. That, I watched it like a month ago. I've heard of that movie described as like if you were playing D&D and you know how you have to roll for certain situations and they said like that's if you were literally alternating between the highest roll and the lowest roll over and over again because it's like pretend to be gods. They see right through you. The volcano explodes right behind you. They believe you now. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great... Uh, I love that movie. Anyways, that was... But Shibalba is also... Um, Make a lot of reference to children movies. Yes, that's yes, we do. <laughs> Folklore and Disney and other non-Disney movies. It's to know. <laughs> Are you gonna do it? <laughs> do it. Just, just sing it. We no, need it's it. Too we need it. Maybe it's the Beano Ball. You gotta sing. Um, Bugs are crawling to get it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyways, so um. <laughs> So on that note, back to these death things. Part of the journey to the underworld is uh, involves you know like there's also sometimes a bridge that happens and maybe scary bridge ladies like in that the the Japanese one that we were talking about the bridge demon woman yeah that might happen um and then eventually your ultimate goal is sometimes an island or like a giant tree and a mountain so. Different, like, giant nature things. Those are usually the, the afterlife place. Especially, like, for example, an Irish, Scottish kind of folklore. Those aren't the same thing. But, like, in that general area, they a lot of uh, traditional stuff believe that the other world was an island. In the mist. So it kind of depends on where you're at. Because their, their geographical features influence what their afterlife is so they have a lot of fog and ocean and stuff so it makes sense that it would be an island off in the distance um so let's talk about a couple of different types of psychopomps uh the most famous would be the grim reaper i was gonna say that mm-hmm. um as seen on billy and mandy i was gonna say that too <laughs> jamaican accent <laughs> jessica <laughs> you never saw billy and mandy no it's these two kids who befriend the grim reaper it's a oh, I and he's got a that. Jamaican accent. Yes, and I've seen that. The best scene is when Billy's got a spider who calls him dad, and he's like, "Don't you want me, dad?" And he's like, "I want you dead." <laughs> okay, that's just a I, good one. Um, I think of the Grim Reaper. I think of uh, Meet Joe Black with a I young Brad Pitt. He comes to Anthony Anthony Hawkins uh-huh. as death, and he's like. Anthony Hawkins like, please just give me one more day to spend with my daughter and my family. And so Jeff is like, fine, whatever. And then he falls in love with Anthony Hopkins' <gasps> daughter. 
Oh no, that's awkward. Death does. Death does. Oh wow. Well, actually, I feel like there's an Brad old Pitt. young Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. <laughs> it's very young in it. Hmm. I think it might be one of his first. There's like, an old. Um, there's an old fairy tale <coughs> where where Death falls in love with like a princess or something, and she she asks him for to spare her dad, and he's like, well, if I'm uh. He, he he tells her, like, if he's at the foot of the bed, then there's a no. But if he's at the head of the bed, it's a yes. And she turns the bed, so she tricks death or something. I forget. I have to look at it. There's this one um, story of death where he meets three brothers uh-huh. who say he's, like, all to it. No, no, no. Jessica's, like, I know. This is what we do on this thing. Jessica immediately got one. Tell the story. Oh, no. <laughs> they cheat death. So the first brother asks for a powerful wand. Go on. <laughs> I it oh, actually, no, I don't want you to go on. Never mind. All right, moving. Do you get it? You got it? You know what I'm talking about? There's a little dangling. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the second brother asks for us, so he gets a powerful wand so he can't uh-huh. be defeated. So somebody so he can't ever be defeated. Uh-huh. And then the second brother comes along and... No, 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 no. no. So he... <laughs> Yeah, tell her right. So he goes around boasting, like, oh, I got the most undefeated wand. He kills people, and then somebody wants it. So they go in and sneak in, and they slit his throat, and they take the wand. Uh-huh. So death collects him. And the second brother asks for a stone so he can resurrect the dead. And he goes home, and he resurrects his true love. Oh. And dies, so he kills himself. Oh, so death- I know what this is. Yeah. This is the freaking Deathly Hollows. <laughs> you guys are dumb. <laughs> You're like his dangling. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was just a horrible, horrible story. Uh, wow, wow. So we got a Harry Potter reference in here too. Good. Jessica, yeah. like I said, these three brothers, and you're like, oh, Jessica's like that last couple books are such a struggle for me to get through. What? They're I'm, great. I barely remember. I only read this, the first and the seventh. I've read all of them. Reread all of them someday. When but I the last them. one was difficult. <laughs> Okay. okay, so moving on. Uh, some of the psycho moms... Do you want to know how the story ends? Yeah, and the boy lives. No. <laughs> yeah. Not the... I meant the Deathly Hollows. Oh, I mean, we know. The last brother asked for a cloak. Yes, the invisibility cloak. Oh, yeah. And yes. Dumbledore's wand. I read it, too. Where were we? Okay, so the types of psycho palms that... Uh, there are the Anko, which is usually in the form of a skeleton, kind of like the Grim Reaper, um, and usually it has a cart that if it stops in front of a house, all in the house will die. Oh. Yes. Well, that's a little... A cart? Does he, like, push it? Well, I think he he has horses. So, wait, no, well, I mean, like, does he, like, go and be like, I'm gonna stop in front of this house, or does he, like, is it, like, a chance? Um. You don't know. Okay. That, that is unclear because <laughs> I don't know if the Anko is actually a real thing. I think it's just a folklore. So somebody should find out. I'll try to find out. One makes sense. The other is a real ballsy move. All right. Then you have um, Freya, who is a Norse god. She's a goddess of death? I thought she was like... She's a psychopomp. Oh. A little different. They're yeah. not technically judges, usually. And Freya, along with her Valkyries, will fly high above a battle and choose who lives or dies, and also take um, deceased warriors. Kind of sounds like a judge if they're deciding. 
Not super judgy. Um, I like him. He can live. That bitch can die. And takes deceased warriors to her hall to um, eternally drink and be merry. So then she likes the ones that are dying. That's true. You suck. You get to live. You get to die. Stay on the alcohol. Anubis, who might be familiar. And what he does, he is actually... The Egyptian dog thing. Yes. House of Anubis. It's a terrible show. So, Anubis, he actually does judge a little bit. What he does is he takes a feather, the feather of truth, and weighs your heart against it. And if your heart is heavier than the feather of truth, then you get devoured. Feathers are often lighter than other things, though. No, not the feather of truth. Anyways, the Aurora Borealis is... uh, What? Yes, it's also known as a psychopomp to the Inuit people, and they think that the Aurora Borealis is torches of past spirits that guide the dead. That's cool. That's Um, cool. Yes. We should talk more about the Inuits. Yes, if somebody wants to do Inuits, they have some interesting things happening. I watched an Inuit-produced film. You talked about this film a lot. I'm pretty sure you talked about it a couple podcasts ago. It is fucking nuts. Y'all need to look. I need to figure out what it was called and watch it again. (laughs) They know nothing about film production, but (laughs) it was fucking nuts. And then... (laughs) That was nuts. (laughs) Then you also have the Jizo, who are... um, So, Bodhisattvas are people... Buddhists who have reached enlightenment but then got left behind in Buddhism. Or, well, they didn't get left behind. They chose to stay behind to guide other people to enlightenment. a raw deal. You got to enlightenment, and they left your ass behind. No, no, no. They used to But they chose, which is better. that means they're really good. I was saying, if it was the other way. Yes, I feel like there is something like that, too, but we'll have to get into a Buddhism episode later, because there's some wild things. Hungry ghosts. Um... I was just watching Iron Fist and he talked about Hungry Ghosts. There is a whole month devoted to Hungry Ghosts. Anyways, dead relatives can also be a type of psychopomp to guide you to death. And that is what some of the festivals are for, to um, give them things and and welcome them. uh, A little bit like uh, Day of the Dead, Hungry Ghost Month, that kind of thing. Uh, There's a couple of festivals in China that do that too. Uh, there's grave sweeping festival or something where you sweep your family graves. Uh, so the Jizo is a bodhisattva who um, guides children because children get lost easier because they are unfamiliar with customs. And uh, there's actually a lot of little statues all over Japan of Jizo, and they sometimes have little clothes on them. They're kind of scary. It's kind of interesting how other cultures view that. Like, they're like, Americans are just like, oh, they're dead. They just throw them in the hole. Or we fear it. Yeah. Like, all I think these... everyone fears it. I think so, too, but, I mean, nobody really Some celebrates Some places talk it. about it more. No one seems... Like, I mean, I'm not saying that they celebrate you, death, but what they about celebrate no, the death. And I've, I've heard in Louisiana, they have a going-home party, and they have, like, uh, uh, tubas and stuff. Yeah, they have like, the big... Yeah, sisophones. they have that, but... That's because it's like New Orleans. Yeah, that's that's almost celebrating death. But celebrating life. Your man Sharon or Karen or whatever Karen. That man. <laughs> Karen. Uh, 
He, uh, so he brings you over the River Styx and Atron, which, That's um... why you put the coins on the eyes, pay him. Or in the mouth, actually, too. Um, and the coins are ovals, and if you can't afford that, you get left behind on the shore to wander forever. Oh. In, in Greek mythology. And then, uh, Persian mythology, you have Dana, who can be a beautiful young maid or a hideous crone, depending on what type of person you are. And where you're going. Mm -hmm. And then you also have human psychopomps, known as shamans, and uh, there's a couple of new agey things, but um, they were on the Star Seeds page. So <laughs> I didn't really want to look at them. But yeah, so that's, that's the overview of psychopomps. And I did start looking into near-death experiences, but now that is new agey. That gets new agey really fast. Where they see the light. Yeah, and there's there's Wikipedia articles on that or light. Did you guys uh, see that movie Flatliners or trailer for it? I heard about yeah. it. I didn't see the whole thing. So I watched the movie, and uh -huh. it's about basically like you die, and then when you come back, you like develop some type of skills. That's a... It was terrible. I was really disappointed. Oh, it wasn't good at all? It wasn't scary? No. Uh, it was wasn't really supposed to be was, scary. It was, it was supposed, supposed to be, to be like... like no, the trailer set up as a horror film. It was supposed to be like a psychological thriller. You know, that actress hasn't done too much good stuff lately. Huh? What actress? Which actress? I'm sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> um, the, little, the main character in that movie. Do we have final thoughts? Ellen Page should be in some more things. <laughs> Ellen Page, we like you. Um, you're good. You great wasn't, hard candy. Flatliners wasn't too great though. Um, I'm sorry, Ellen, but I wasn't really that big of a fan. I felt I told everybody what happens in the end, so nobody has. It's spoiled, so don't spoiled watch it. Alert. All right. Um, no, actually, real thoughts. I think it's pretty cool. You have real thoughts. The <laughs> real thoughts. Psychopomps, I think it's a weird name. Yes, it is. It is a weird name. But it's psychopomp. Yes. Pomps. Yes. See, Jen thought we said psychopunks. <laughs> she really wanted to Jen was confused. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I saw some psychopunks down the street the other day. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our, our brief foray into um, death. Yay. <laughs> depressing topic right? yeah i don't want to talk about this right now <laughs> we had a really depressing right conversation so anyways good night everyone good night good night